Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Whether you're strolling through a magical bamboo grove in Kyoto, Japan, or learning to make pizza in Naples that you'll go on and try to replicate at home a thousand times, you're building special memories that will last a lifetime. That's why people love Viator. It's a website and an app that helps you book almost any travel experience imaginable, ranging from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's truly something for everyone. Viator's traveler experiences also have millions of real traveler reviews. And when you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Fill your next trip with unforgettable memories. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking. One app, over 300,000 experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Hey parents, did you know that Easter is super early this year? It's on March 31st. I need to get it together, which means I need to go to Lakeshore Learning. If you didn't know, Lakeshore Learning is the go-to store when shopping for all the kiddos in your life. They always have the best toy selection, and this Easter is no exception. I'm torn between getting the Fairyland playset, the remote-controlled robot, or the travel camper, which comes with a built-in kitchen, a fold-out grill, and even a dog. Yeah, I'm getting the camper. Plus, everything is designed by teachers, so you can feel good knowing your kiddo is learning a little something, too. Visit lakeshorelearning.com and get 25% off using the promo code LOVELAKESHORE. Or stop by a store and mention this ad. Some restrictions apply. Again, that's 25% off with promo code LOVELAKESHORE by visiting lakeshorelearning.com or visiting a Lakeshore Learning store near you. Hoppy shopping! The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners of the Bitch Bible Podcast, I have been legally and professionally encouraged to start this episode with a formal apology to Michael Buble, his family, and his fans. In last week's episode, I encouraged people to dick punch him and affiliated him with a terrorist organization formerly known as Al-Qaeda. These statements were made in jest, and hold no truth, even though it is my righteous opinion that his cover of Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license is equivalent to a terrorist attack on the eardrums and the vagina. But once again, that is simply an opinion and not a fact. Although, as I'm vocalizing this statement in the hopes of deferring any potential legal action or morality clause infractions, I have realized that I'm actually not in the wrong here because voicing opinions shouldn't result in legal ramifications. Well, unless you're a massive pussy with a big wallet that's perpetuating antiquated patriarchal injustice to a house-poor Jewish woman during Leo season, allegedly. I am very sorry to those who I have offended, not because I've offended you, but because you are so spineless and humorless that you couldn't metabolize my statements as jokes. Because you're fucking stupid. 
and stupidity garners sympathy. You're also probably very unattractive, dismal, myopic, 27 miles from mediocre, hated by the masses, and have stupid, ugly kids to boot. But once again, I'm deeply and insincerely sorry. I promise to do better. And by better, I mean much, much worse. Forever your girl, Jackie Schimmel. That's my formal apology. How do you like that? I was encouraged to apologize. Apparently, saying someone is a terrorist isn't allowed in 2022. Well, suck my dick. It is Leo season. We are two days in. She's feeling spicy. She's feeling fiery. Richard Herzmerker perks. I've been saying that all weekend. It's like my favorite thing. I'm like, Richard has monkey perks. That translates to Richard has monkey pox, just in case you're a little bit fucking stupid. That's my Leo voice. That's like my aggressive love language. You just add R's to everything. Monkey perks. Do I need to get the monkey pox vaccine? I'm not sure. I do affiliate as a homosexual man. So not to generalize, but it is affecting the LGBTQIA plus community from what I've heard on the streets. And, you know, I don't love a lot of human touch, so I think I might be okay, but listen, I'm not trying to have a burning anus, okay? I already had a burning anus a couple weeks ago with my parasite. Like, I'm good on that for the summer. I'm cool for the summer. Hey! I kind of love that song. I do. Demi Lovato's best work, cool for the summer. Google it. I probably will get the monkeypox vaccine, chip chip bitch. You know, Leo and I have been engaging in a lot of oral and anal sex and just general dry humping. We like to dry hump while we watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So just to be safe, I should probably, you know, shoot up. I know I get really, really turned up about Leo season. And we're going to go into why Leo season is so important later because it's not just about Leos. I've said this. Everyone's like, oh, now Leo season. It's the best time of year. Okay. It is Christmas. It's a charisma Christmas. Okay. You get to be the best version of yourselves. It's just everything works in everybody's favor. Cancer season, boring. Leo season, fun, fun, fun. Okay. I would like to say that while I'm a Leo season enthusiast, I am not a birthday person. So I'm not going to do the whole thing on my birthday. It's annoying. I feel like, and I have a lot of friends like this, so they're going to be pissed. Birthday people, are a very odd breed of human beings. Because listen, I know it's your day. It was the day you were born. But statistically and like scientifically, birthdays are the least special thing in the world because everybody, quite literally, every single person has one. Okay. It is the only thing in the world that every single person has. Everyone has a motherfucking birthday. It's micro energy. And the people that are like, oh my God, she didn't even like wish me a happy birthday. Like she forgot my fucking birthday. Who gives a fuck? You're a moron. It is not that big of a deal. Every single day is somebody's fucking birthday. There was this bitch I went to high school with who is obsessed with her golden birthday. And if you don't know what your golden birthday is, it's like I was born August 18th. So when I turned 18 on August 18th, that's my golden birthday. Who gives a flying fuck? Nobody fucking cares. The only person that cares that you were born that day is you. And you shouldn't even care that much. Nobody gives three eighths of a fuck. 
With that being said, my birthday is on August 18th and I am doing a public Leo season registry for the girls that get it. You know, I like to just throw it out in the universe. And if someone somewhere would like to send me these, that would be great. I'm really fixated on plateware recently, specifically the Janori 1971 pink oriental plates that I ate off of in Italy huge fan. Okay. Now it feels weird to say Oriental. I'm not entirely sure why, but I feel like that's not on the woke, woke 2022. What year is it? 2022. I feel like we're not allowed to say that. I feel like we're not allowed to say a lot of things, but that is what the, that's what the description is. It's the pink Oriental plate. I'd like a set of eight, please. And thank you. Also, I'm feeling very rustic recently and I would like some Dior Birkenstocks. I saw they did a collab. I feel like I could get into it. I go to Home Depot a lot. I feel like a Dior Birkenstock. I am one Bermuda short away from being a Home Depot lesbian, okay? I am like Julianne Moore and the kids are all right with my landscaping and my DIY housework and my contracting skills. Just slide into my fucking cutoff thigh length Bermuda jean shorts and give her a hoe. I wasn't going to talk about this because it's like a little personal, but yesterday was my mother's death anniversary, and I try to like just block it out, not spend time with family, keep myself busy. You know, there's two types of people during like a grieving traumatic day. You either go into hibernation mode or you go into overdrive. I like to kick it into high gear and just do things with people I love that make me feel normal. So I decided yesterday, you know what? We're not going to wallow in despair. That's not really the rhythm of my dance floor. I like to just keep it fucking moving. And I'm not deflecting or diverting from feeling the feels. I just like to, you know, make any day the best day I can make it. Cue the fucking rainbow. Butterfly in the sky. I can fly twice as high. Take a look. It's in a book. I love that song. Okay. So I wake up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have my de facto little goddaughter over, make her dance for me. This kid's a star, okay? She's three, and she's got dance moves like you've never seen. She loves the microphone. She just wants to perform. It's the most amazing thing. Like, for me, it's like an out-of-body experience because I'm like, I'm like, this is pure serotonin. It's like a little human Lexapro. And if I can just sit on a sofa and have a martini by candlelight and watch this little three-year-old, like, throw hips and dance like her life depends on it, like full drag drops. Perfection. So I wake up. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make a crab tagliatelle. I'm going to make a peach crisp, which by the way, was absolutely terrible. I can't bake for shit. I made a gorgeous salad. I made some fresh focaccia bread with a shaved fennel and clementine. Get out of here. Summery, sprightly, light and fucking fluffy. Okay. Cause we're doing it. We're doing candles. We're doing flowers. We're doing pool time. She is light. She is bright. This is called deflection 101. So my little angel girl is at the table. Okay. She's three. And she looks at me as we're eating dinner and she goes, Jackie, did your mommy die? I was like, she's three. She doesn't know anything about this. Is somebody, some, is she channeling my dead mother in my fucking house? And it was so crazy because earlier in the day, I mean, I listen, God bless the women and men who are like, 
I saw a butterfly and I knew that was my dead uncle. I'm like, okay, there's like a lot of butterflies and I hate butterflies. Like I said, I want to rip them wing to wing. I hate anything that flies. Like I'm like, oh, a butterfly. I'm like, get the fuck out. So, you know, there's all these, I saw a doe and I knew it was my dad or I saw, you know, a shooting star and I knew, my mom always said she was going to send me shooting stars. My favorite new uh, Reddit thread is that, oh, your mom brought you this house. There's like some, there's some rumor going around that I inherited this fucking house. That'd be lovely. If I inherited this fucking house, mind you, it would look like the Taj Mahal. It would look like Jennifer Aiden's house. Okay. It would be marble floor to fucking ceiling. Now it wouldn't be like Jennifer Aiden's house. Let's be real. She like, what would she fly? flew to China to get her fucking furniture that you want to talk about a Z gallery outlet, go to Jennifer Aiden's house from the real housewives of New Jersey. It is tufted. It is crystal, and it is not okay, bitch. Just as a home decor guiding light, I feel like we should all ask ourselves WWJAD. What would Jennifer Aiden do? Or would any of those housewives do? I can fuck with Margaret Josephs because she's like on that Masoni tip and it's kind of like weird and funky and edgy. Like I'm down for all that. But Melissa, Teresa, oh God, when Melissa Gorg is like, I'm going for like an LA chic look. I'm like, well, you didn't nail it, sweetie. You didn't even kind of nail it. It is like the Bellagio. It is swirly. It's Cheesecake Factory adjacent, dare I say it. And you know I love a Cheesecake Factory. I've never done better digestive work than in a Cheesecake Factory bathroom. The lighting, flawless. The dark woods, the swirly wallpaper, the yellow undertones. It's it's perfection. And they play the music so loud. So if you are, you know, doing bad things, at least there's music to muffle the blow. If you're dropping a Buick into a lake, a small pond, you know, you need that music buffer. It's too loud. It's loud. And there's the splash element. (laughs) I've been on a real health and wellness kick lately. I'm just trying to like take care of myself and ride out that Italian parasite and be like glowing and fresh. And you know, when you nourish your body, you can transform your whole life. With Sakar's delicious plant-rich meal delivery program and functional wellness essentials, you can be in the driver's seat of your own health and experience true transformation, baby. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. I love Sakara. Their meal delivery program is unmatched. I have so many friends that did this before their weddings and like they change the menu every week and the food is good and it's not like weird NASA airplane food. It's very delicious. It's, it's, you know, nourishing. It keeps you full. It's to die for. Okay. Now my favorite thing is their metabolism super powder. So I added, I've been making my little smoothie, you know, with the coconut, the pineapple and the cilantro. It's like heaven in a glass. I add a scoop of the metabolism super powder and you're just going to feel amazing. Okay. It gets everything moving. Plus they have amazing plant protein bars, teas, and their newest functional snack, the super seed and nut blend. Okay. They've gotten rave reviews from Vogue, Goop, New York Times. Everybody loves it. More importantly, Right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Bible or enter code Bible at checkout. That is Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Bible for 20% off your first order. That's sakara.com slash Bible. Get the metabolism super powder. You're welcome. Now, everybody knows that about a month ago in London, I had a couple too many martinis and bid on an Anna Delvey prison sketch. Now, 
what am I going to do with this Anna Delvey prison sketch? I'm not just going to tape it to the wall like a plebeian bitch. That's why I used FrameBridge. FrameBridge makes it easier and more affordable than ever to frame your favorite things without ever leaving the house. So you can add a gallery wall to your home office or send an easy foolproof gift. You guys, this is the best gift. FrameBridge starts at just $39. It is professional level framing service for a fraction of the cost. I'm not a home tour kind of bitch, but if you see glimpses, you know, on my Instagram, all of the photos that I have on my gallery wall in my living room were framed by Framebridge, including my Anna Delvey postcards from the edge prison sketch. I sent it off. They send a packing label. I sent it off to Framebridge. It is so beautiful. It's got a gorgeous mat, the perfect brass frame, especially if you need to do a gallery wall. It's so hard to lay it out yourself. That's what I love about Framebridge. They make it so, so easy. You can get started today, frame your photos, or send someone the perfect gift. Go to framebridge.com and use promo code BIBLE15 to save an additional 15% off your first order. Just go to framebridge.com, promo code BIBLE15, framebridge.com, promo code BIBLE15. So sometimes when I'm in my car, I like to just let shuffle take me on a ride, and I'll say things out loud like, okay, mom. The next song that comes out on Shuffle is a message from you. And then I'm like waiting for some song to come on that's like reminiscent or nostalgic or, ha- you know, some title that's like, you're doing amazing, sweetie, or love you forever, or like miss you, or like something, you know, anything I can sink my little chrome paws into, any morsel. Of, uh, of some existence of an afterlife. And it's always like fucking tattoo or Baja men who let the dogs out. I'm like, fuck. Listen, I'm a pragmatic princess. I'm looking. I'm not seeing anything. I've tried. I've leaned in. I've lit the candles. I've howled at the moon. Nothing's fucking happening for me. So I just, you know, I just keep it moving as a lady does. Logistical Linda. I'm not getting any signs. Okay. Fuck the butterflies, fuck the doves, fuck the shooting stars. There's there's nothing. There's nothing. And I'm looking. I'm trying a morsel. Nada. So my little angel girl comes over last night for dinner, three-year-old, asks me in the middle of dinner, Jackie, did your mommy die? My best friend's looking at me like, holy fuck, she's three. We haven't even, we haven't even started discussing death or anything like it. I'm like, where the fuck did she get this from? Like my friend Virginia's like, we've never said anything about it. We never have said anything about it. I would never, she's fucking three. So of course I'm like, this is how I know I'm like probably not ready to have children yet. Just uncontrollably laughing, not even a nervous laughter. It was just the last thing I ever expected her to say. So I looked at her and I said, well, yeah, And she just nodded like she knew it all along. And then we put on, you know, Katy Perry's roar and she danced like it was nothing. I mean, we just we kind of glid through it because what else do you fucking do? So we thought that was very, very weird because she had no context. She was in my house. She was walking through. Now I'm like, is she getting a whiff of something? Is is there a presence here that maybe you know, adults don't see, they say that children 
have some type of a sixth sense. Like I, I, you know, I'm going to start calling her Haley Joel Osmond because it was just so, it was so weird. And we didn't want to give it too much attention because it was just too heavy of a conversation. And it was the weirdest thing. So first that happened and it really fucked me up just because I know this little girl and I know how smart and intuitive she is, but there has never been a conversation that she has been privy to about my mom dying ever. So it kind of fucked me up. Then I go to bed, I get in the bathtub. We have security cameras all over our house and lights everywhere, motion detector lights. So if someone fucks with me, it's like, you're being recorded. And then it goes to a live, whatever. I don't need to get into the intricacies of a security system with you, but it's pretty, you know, it's Fort Knox over here, but the lights are only, they're motion detecting. So the lights only go on if there is motion. And when there is motion, it is all recorded. So I'm in the bathtub and the light outside on the side yard starts flashing. So I get onto my app. I look at the cameras. There's no motion and there's no motion detector. So in my security system, if there's any movement, you know, it will tell you, it will alert you. It will flash the lights. There will be an alert. I'm watching the cameras and there's nothing, nothing is happening. And there's no, there's no notification of any movement. So the light is just flickering on its own. This has never happened. And it really fucked me up in a good way, in a weird way. I'm still not sure how to metabolize it. I don't know if I believe it or don't believe it. I'm naturally a cynical person, but it was, you know, it was nice. It was a nice little Sunday surprise, much better than the peach crisp I tried to make and burnt to a I put the crisp in peach crisp. Let's just put it that way. I think, you know, the the level of carcinogen on the top really gave it a smoky flavor that my dinner patrons enjoyed. Also, just a quick addendum for the Leo season registry selection of the week. It's January 1735, not 1971. Not sure where I got that one from. It's uh, January 1735. So there will be a Jogathon hosted at the end of the month to pay for the entree plates. Thank you. Please and thank you. Besides my um, oriental plates and my connection with the afterlife, another thing that's really been tickling my pickle this week the latest installment of influenza coverage on the Bitch Bible podcast. This is my favorite thing. These are the content creators that are the literal music supervisors. You know the girls that post a video of pancakes? And voila, it's Jack Johnson, banana pancakes. This is another level of mediocrity that I just can't deal with this month, this week, this year, or this lifetime. You gotta do better. Be better. Be brighter, be bolder, or comprehend that you're just barely hovering at a six. You are just one vanilla latte away from retiring and getting a gig at anthropology, which is fine, by the way. Great, actually. Their tableware price point is unmatched. They've got this pastel glass candlestick holder. I mean, in every color. And it's just, it's delicious. I have 17 of them. Okay? Candle holders for days. I love a capri blue. So nice. So nice. I've just found that everyone's doing this on Instagram. If you're posting a photo of a lake, 
then they go to the music library and then they type in lake and then the song is just lake. Or if they're eating ice cream, it's ice cream, ice cream. It's like, we could you just try to move the meter a little bit here? Just try. Just give it a little more, a little more effort. Like it's so on the nose. It's I don't like to use the term basic or chuggy because that's very antiquated and I feel like we can do better. I prefer mediocre. You know, it's just, it's a level of mediocrity that we should, every day we should rise, we should grind, and we should ask ourselves, what can I do today to be just a little bit less mediocre? It's the comfortability within mediocrity that I have a very, very adverse reaction to. You know, it's one thing to be mediocre, but it's a whole other thing to be comfortable being mediocre. And then propagandize your mediocrity. Is propagandize a word? I don't fucking know. Like here's my boring outfit with my boring song and my boring pose and my boring meal and my boring boomerang on my boring vacation with my boring swipe up. Boring. Wait a fuck. Did you know? Okay. Sharp right. Did you know that a few years ago, Timeline unconfirmed. Okay, just a headline skimmer. Kate Hudson. Okay, pause for reaction. Take a deep breath. Let's do this together. (sighs) Okay, get ready for what I'm about to tell you because it's going to blow your fucking dick off. Kate Hudson briefly dated Derek Scissor Sister Mangina Huff. Kate Hudson, hot ass. Kate Hudson dated scissor sister Derek Huff, friend of the show. Kate Hudson dated briefly Derek motherfucking Huff. It's hard to say. I'm going to extend some grace to Kate Hudson because listen, we've all dated somebody that we wish we didn't. I have so many guys that I hooked up with in moments of despair, trauma, tragedy, just complete cloudy optics that if I could go back in time, I'm like, I want to just like, first of all, could you send me a Venmo request? Because you being able to say that you hooked up with me is my Make-A-Wish Foundation. It is my philanthropic work for the fucking lifetime, okay? Because I wouldn't even touch you with a pinky not even a pink. I wouldn't even blink in your direction. And you fuckers know who you are. Okay. I mean, you're welcome. I hope you wear a locket with a chunk of my brittle Brillo pad Ashkenazi hair in it and a photo of me, even with the gingivitis, even with the headgear, even with the, you know, before I got Botox with the saggy tits, whatever, the worst photo of me looking like a swamp monster golem that crawled out of the San Fernando Valley sewage system. Okay. Put that in your spank bank because it is still so much hotter than anything you could acquire. I was in a dark, desperate place. Okay. I was still trying to figure out my, my game plan post headgear. You caught me in a tender moment. So I get this for Kate Hudson. Okay. We all make mistakes. And she's an actress. She started young, almost famous. You know, maybe she needed those delayed college years, those experimental years. Maybe she wanted to see what it was like to be with a woman. Okay. 
Everyone experiments and that's okay. Love is love. We're all about equality here at the Bitch Bible Podcast. I'm not sure if you fucking know that. Lesbianism is hot. Lesbos are hot. It's 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 very of the moment. It's on trend. Listen, I've got a lot of girlfriends that are like, I think I might be a lesbian. And I'm like, okay, don't muff dive this bitch. I'm good. I don't want you coming near my vagina and I don't want to come near your vagina. I would just like to clarify, listen, people are like, it's repression. It's, it's weird. Sex. No, it's not. I physically don't want to go near a vagina. I don't want to, I don't want to finger one. I don't want to touch one. I don't want to lick one. It's not my thing. I am a strictly dickly kind of gal. It's just true. I've really thought about it. I would kill as a lesbian and I'm always looking for a marketing tactic. I'm like, listen, if I could come forward and be like, yeah, you know, I'm bisexual. I'm married, but I'm bisexual. What a great look for me. Okay. That would be amazing. Maybe I could finally get a fucking publicist because no one will have me. Great for downloads. But guess what? Not interested. I am what I am. I know who I am. People are like, there's no such thing as straight. All right. Well, if I, I don't, I, I kind of think I'm pretty straight. Maybe I'll have a late in life lesbian moment. Maybe I'll call up Derek Huff, okay? And I'll get him to put on his light wash denim, slick his hair back real cute, come over in his pastel polo and do a little razzle-dazzle tap dance together. You know, maybe me and him could play Thelma and Roxy, do a little Chicago role play, and then scissor into the sunrise. But for now, I think I'm just um, just into the peen, not the vagine. Cue the rainbow. I mean, this podcast, what a shit storm. Five stars on iTunes. Am I right? I told myself that I wasn't going to go to Paris this year because, you know, I need to be responsible. I get a little loose and I get a little, it, it starts feeling a little Betty Ford adjacent. You know, it's like everyone's got their vice. I don't have an addictive personality. I don't drink. I don't like, I mean, I do. I do like the sauce, but I don't overindulge in any capacity, but I tend to get a real methy fix from spending money. I love it. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's terrible. It's irresponsible. It's hollow. It's vacant. It's it's materialistic. It's damaged. It's not cute or chic because I'm very chic. I would also just like to say Dorit Kemsley in last week's Real Housewife of Beverly Hills. That is the chicest wind chime I have ever seen. <gasps> it keeps things hot. It keeps things cold. So chic. That is so chic. That was some of the best comedic performance work I've ever seen by a real housewife. Dorit Kemsley is a perfect housewife. I will say it over and over. I will organize a march. I will tattoo it on my tits and my taint. She is perfection. So funny, so warm, giving us Luke's, stays out of the fritz. She's given us a lot and we need to thank her. One more time, Dorit Kemsley, you're doing amazing, sweetie. When Jamie Lee Curtis brought out her Children's Hospital Foundation, you know, Tumblr, and Dorit Kimsley, without pause, launches in, oh, it keeps things hot. It keeps things cold. So chic. I mean, I wept. I wept. I rewatched it 16 times. I rewinded it and I, I rewound it. Is it rewinded or did I rewound it? I rewinded that shit. And I'm like, Andrew, sit down and watch this. I mean, talk about brilliance on deaf ears. He's like, I don't get it. And I'm like, what about this don't you get? 
This is brilliance. I also, in a fragile state, made him watch Something's Gotta Give with Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson. One of the best movies of all time. Does Nancy Myers ever fuck it up? Because even when she kind of fucks it up, she still doesn't totally fuck it up. Like The Intern. Was The Intern It's Complicated or Something's Gotta Give or Father of the Bride? No. But was it still far superior to so many other rom-coms? Yeah. Aesthetically, audibly, just everything slaps with a Nancy Myers film. I will die on the hill of Nancy Myers. I even fuck with Home Again. I loved Home Again. It was a Nancy Myers diffusion brand. It was her daughter, but I think it was great. I thought the music was great. I thought Reese Witherspoon, what a doll, what a peach. Never been more likable than at Home Again. It was stunning. And that little, the little hairy guy, the guy that played Harry, fixing the fucking cabinets. Red Rover, Red Rover, said Harry right over. Hot. Nancy Myers single-handedly reinvigorated my love for the Bougainvillea plant. <laughs> I love Bougainvillea. <laughs> I okay, I'm sorry. I'm gonna, what were we talking about? I do. God, I love Bougainvillea. This is my aesthetic. This is my, this is my scissor sister Home Depot aesthetic with my Bermuda denim shorts. Okay. Bougainvillea, lemon trees, lavender. Goodbye. Trying to eat a little healthier, feel a little better and have an easier time in the kitchen. Well, we found the easiest way to do it all. And our secret is hungry root. Do you ever wish that you could just snap your chrome fingers and have all your recipe searching, grocery shopping and meal planning done? Never think about what's for dinner or breakfast or lunch again with hungry root. Hungry root is the easiest way to get fresh, high quality food delivered to your door. They've got the healthiest groceries and simple recipes all in one place. So this is super easy. I did it. And it was such a game changer. Sometimes you just don't want to have to think about it. I love to cook. I love to, you know, plan my meals. Sometimes I get a little in a stagnant rut and Hungry Root is there to help. So they do the meal planning and the grocery shopping for you. And all the products are top, top notch, like the best in the business. Okay. So it is the easiest ways to get fresh, high quality food delivered to your door. They have all of the recipes, all the groceries in one place. You take a fun, short quiz. Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, how you like to eat. Are you gluten-free? Do you like sweets? They keep it in the top of their mind and start building your cart. So they're going to recommend groceries they think you'll love. You can either take their suggestions or choose what you want. So, you know, they have the freshest produce. They have high quality meat and seafood, pantry staples, snacks, sweets, whatever you want. They sent me let me tell you something. Okay. Write this down. A black bean brownie batter. And I was like, what? Beans, brownies, ew, made them lost my mind. Unbelievable. Okay. So easy, so efficient. We love it. Right now, Hunger Root is offering the Bitch Bible listeners 30% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Don't ask me how I finagled that deal, okay? Go to hungryroot.com forward slash Bible for 30% off your first delivery and to get your free veggies. Love it. Hungryroot.com forward slash Bible. Don't forget to use our link so they know that your girl Jackie sent you. Hungryroot.com forward slash Bible. You know how my hair is my problem area. It's kind of a sore subject, but luckily... 
I have Conair to help me keep my hair smooth and glossy, honey. What if I told you that no matter what your hair type, even if it's like Brillo pad like me, I found a way to leave your hair healthier looking the more you use it and always fabulously on point. Infinity Pro by Conair is going to challenge your perceptions of traditional drying with the revolutionary smooth wrap hair dryer powered by advanced plasma technology. It leaves your hair feeling smooth, healthy looking. It reduces frizz and dries hair fast. Plus the price point unmatched. The Smooth Wrap hair dryer isn't your typical hair dryer. It's a treatment for all hair types. You see, traditional dryers emit only negative ions to control your frizz. So the Smooth Wrap is changing the game with innovative advanced plasma technology. It wraps your hair in both positive and negative ions to rebalance the natural charge of your hair. So the result, more volume, less frizz, and a shine that really turns heads, okay? Especially at the Home Depot. You want to take hot up a notch? You need the Conair Smooth Wrap hair dryer. It's got three heat and two speed settings, so you have the freedom to switch up styles. It's got a cool shot button to lock your style in place, plus removable, removable, I'm sorry guys, my brain and my mouth are not connecting today. Removable filter to remove lint or buildup, extending the life of your dryer for so many stylings to come. It's got a salon quality concentrator, so it lets you channel the heat and focus your flow for targeted, precise drying. It's unbelievable. I tried it. This is the first hair dryer I've actually ever owned. I know. Go figure. And it's incredible. Treat yourself in your hair by searching Conair Smooth Wrap on Amazon.com to try the new drying experience with Smooth Wrap today. Once again, go to Amazon.com and search Conair Smooth Wrap for the smoothest blow this side of the Mississippi, baby. Speaking of Nancy Myers, last night in a state of broken trauma, booked a flight to Paris. I told myself, Jackie, you're a homeowner with renovation costs, okay? Knocking at your back door, quite literally, because we're redoing bathrooms. I have to redo four motherfucking bathrooms and shit ain't cheap, okay? I will be spreading my legs. Should I join OnlyFans? I'll do it. I'll do it. I've heard that I have, I actually went my whole life thinking I have beautiful hands. I remember my grandfather, RIP, used to say that I had beautiful hands. And now anytime I, you know, do a little, a little nail zoomy on Instagram, people are like sausages. I got like 65 messages of people saying that my fingers look like sausages. And first of all, rude. Second of all, sodium retention. Okay, Tiana, I like salt. I think I have long dancer-like fingers, okay? And gazelle-like legs, thank you for asking. And maybe, maybe my rings are a little tight, okay? It's called living. If you're not fluctuating, you're not living. And sodium retention is hot. Give me the seasoning, give me the spice. You know who nobody wants to fuck? The girl who gets a boiled salmon sand seasoning with a steamed vegetable on the side for dinner, okay? And a vodka soda. Fucking boring. Oh, are you having a simple salmon with steamed veggies? Fuck off. You could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Armageddon. Who cares? That's why I booked the trip. I could quite literally be on the streets, canceled tomorrow. I like to live with those parameters. It's all good. 
If it happens, it happens. We'll always have Paris in the Bougainvillea bushes, am I right? I'll be living under the 101 freeway. I will clutch these Bougainvilleas in my under tit and just live, laugh, love in Woodland Hills under the 101. Come roll through. I'll be doing live shows at Sepulveda. Anyways, last Friday, you know, with Andrew's coronavirus battle and us both having anal leakage, we haven't had like a proper date night in a second. And Andrew and I really prioritize date nights. Like we have a very strong, close-knit group of friends that live close by that we basically do everything with. But the weekends are for us. Like Friday, Saturday, it's just us. We really, Andrew has a crazy work schedule. I have a crazy work schedule. (laughs) That was a joke. For the record, my favorite restaurant actually in Malibu is Lucky's. It's a steakhouse. It's delicious. They have the best martinis, violently shaken table side. So good. And I know this is weird and not exactly the hottest thing to order on a Friday night, but your girl loves a chili. They have the most amazing chili. Who doesn't want a fucking blue cheese martini with some bread, chili, and a wedge salad? Sex on a stick. Logistically speaking, our house is about 20 minutes from Malibu. Andrew's studio is about seven minutes from Malibu. So he goes, okay, I'm going to leave at seven. So I plan accordingly. I get there. This is the day of Leo season. This is July 23rd. I would like to read you the text messages that I sent my sweet, simple husband. In all caps. Andrew, this is fucked up. There is a line of like 40 fucking people. This is dreadful planning. This is atrocious. I may bail and go to Lucky's alone for a gorgeous martini. If I wanted to wait in a cold line for takeout oysters with kids, I'd go to a motherfucking Valley Chuck E. Cheese. I'm going to impale myself with a plastic fork because did I mention they don't have real silverware here? Hey, period, Andrew. Sorry, just got service. Jackie, I mean... I'm going to stab someone 25 minutes standing in a motherfucking line with ugly kids everywhere. He finally arrives. I sit down. He holds our place in line, gets us beautiful oysters, a little uni, a little tuna sashimi. And then we jaunted over to Lucky's to have a gorgeous burger. I had a burger, a wedge salad, and a shrimp cocktail. Oh, stunning. Okay. Then we get home. This is our first date back in action. Andrew is a slave to the lawn. If you live in California, you know about the drought. And if you know about the drought, you know about my husband because Andy is very concerned with California drought. Now, most people in our neighborhood are just running their sprinklers and accepting fines. But woke Wanda and woke Wally, aka the Schimmel-Haas household, we don't run our sprinklers. We follow the law and we only do it the one day that we're allocated, Tuesdays, okay? That's when it rains in this house. So little Andy gets a hose and goes and hoses all of the plants so that not everything dies. It's not drought friendly, but it's more drought friendly than the alternative. And we really can't have this lawn dying. He's already broken the irrigation pipes. Like we got to do something. So we're doing the bare minimum. We're trying to, you know, alleviate the drought, be water conservators. Andrew bathes in my old bath water. That's what we're dealing with here. I take a shower at five o'clock. And then I bathe at about nine o'clock every single day. So I do a bathour combo because otherwise you're just marinating in your filth. And let's be honest, I'm not really, you know, extending myself physically during the day. So sweating isn't really on the repertoire. 
But this motherfucker is bathing in my old bath water. Okay. That's love. Cue no doubt bath water. Great song. Bop of the century. So I need to go to bed before 10.30 p.m. or I'm full-blown Reagan from The Exorcist the next day. It just ruins me. It ruins my whole central nervous system. All I need is sleep. It's the only thing that matters to me. It is my only drug of choice. Sleep. If I don't sleep, I am a fucking monster. I'm like pulling out clumps of my hair, foaming at the mouth, slapping small children, just a disaster, okay? So Andrew is tending to this lawn like it is his, you know, pride and joy in a very eco-friendly way, okay? Very, we're still conserving. We're doing the very best we can without having our entire property die, which is a fire hazard. It's a fire hazard. Don't fucking forget. So we need to keep some type of foliage over here. This motherfucker is out there watering, okay? Till midnight every fucking day. I'm like, you're gonna get eaten by a goddamn mountain lion bro. And all the while I watch him on the security cameras. He's just dilly dallying around with this sad little fucking hose from the great depression while he's watching reruns of Kobe Bryant basketball games on his fucking phone. Okay. Whose husband does that? Andrew rewatches Kobe Bryant games and then watches golf golf games. He's already fucking seen. And then he's got his backgammon game. Don't get me started on the backgammon game. I sent him a text message that I can't read on here because it is so insane. What happened was I took my Dramamine, okay? Perfect. A 10 p.m. Dramamine will like nestle you into the most beautiful slumber of your life, okay? I've been taking one every single night. I'm going to wean myself off. But for now, you know, whatever gets you through. I resurrected at around 1130 only to find my bed empty with Andrew outside hosing away. And honestly, I don't even remember sending the text. You know what? Fuck it. I'll read it for you. Lots of typos. July 23rd on the eve of Leo season. All capitals. Andrew, get a hose with a fucking timer. You are disrupting my sleep patterns. Watching you shuffle around the dead grass with that limp dick hose makes me want to perform an act of arson and light the lawn on fire with you tied to a fucking tree. I'm going to bury raw beef under the grass so when you go out to water in the middle of the fucking night like a predator, the mountain lions attack you. Get a hose with a timer or stop being a cheap fuck and just run the sprinklers an extra couple days like the rest of the people in the neighborhood. I need to sleep. Fuck the drought. Well, isn't she a peach? (laughs) And now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. How well do you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. So it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy. The most important thing to keep healthy, if you're asking me, your brain is everything. Okay. There are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain, like learning a new language or taking power naps, but there's also better help online therapy. I love this company so much. If you are like me and a little of a cocktail in the head, but also don't want to do the traditional therapy route, like if going to an office with fluorescent lighting just feels completely overwhelming as it does for me, BetterHelp is here. It is a fraction of the cost of traditional in-person therapy, so much more affordable. Plus, you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours, so you have someone to talk to Whenever you need, at the convenience of your phone, Zoom, whatever you feel comfortable with, they offer video, phone, even live chat only therapy sessions. So you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. 
It's like having just somebody to bounce off of. If you're feeling ragey that your husband is watering the lawn at 1 a.m., or if you just want to kill half of your family because they're driving you crazy, or, you know, you have a small shopaholic tendency. I don't know. Maybe I'm projecting. You always have someone at your disposal, a licensed therapist. This is amazing. Our listeners are getting 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash bitch Bible. That is better help, better H E L P.com slash bitch Bible for 10% off. This company is amazing. Everybody needs therapy. Please do this for yourself. Give it as a gift for Leo season. Obviously, I'm a diet narcissist, which is part of the reason I love Leo season so much as a double Leo with Scorpio rising monster. We don't talk about it. But Leo season really does amp the volume on everybody in the Zodiac. So it affects us all. And you know, I always say my least favorite people in the world are insecure people. I think they're the most dangerous. I think they're the most toxic. I think they're the most soul depleting. If the worst thing you can say about someone is that you know, they're too into themselves, they're too confident, they're too loud, they're too this. Like, that's just micro energy. If that offends you, that's a you thing. I love, I'm so attracted to people that love themselves because they just feel so much safer, so much safer and bold. And I feel like with that confidence, true confidence, not fraudulent confidence, but true inherent confidence and self-esteem People like that are so much harder to offend. There's such an honest dialogue with people who love themselves because people who love themselves know themselves. And I know, I read the fucking one-star reviews. I got it. If you want to listen to some girl talk about be a narcissist for 45 minutes, yeah, that's welcome to the show. How do you like me? How do you like that? I don't care at all. You're absolutely right. 100% right. Sorry. Sorry that offends you fucking loser. On July 23rd, the start of Leo season, we are now at July 26th. Very exciting. The sun enters its favorite sign and Leo season has officially begun. So specifically for fire signs, Leo, Sagittarius, Aries, and fixed signs also, Taurus, Scorpio, and Aquarius, you got a hectic Leo season ahead. Okay. This month is for people to shine bright, okay? You are radiating personality, charisma. You feel more creative and you just want to have fun. That's what Leo season is all about. No rules. You want to play. You embrace all of your inner, you know, egotistical, diva-like tendencies. And you have a hoot and a half. You have a ball and a half, okay? Speaking of which, I dated someone with an undescended testicle, and I lovingly referred to him amongst my friends as the Uniballer, which is in reference to the Unabomber because they kind of looked alike. A one bald wonder. Ah, tender memories from the Uniballer. Where is he now? Just swinging his ball. <laughs> You got to love a guy with an undescended testicle. I mean, I've dated a guy with an undescended testicle, the uniballer, and a micro dick, a little baby carrot, a little inverted baby carrot, not even a baby carrot. Imagine a baby carrot that was cut in thirds, okay? It was like an inverted nipple. Anyways, I'm going to give you a very brief play-by-play according to your sign for what to expect for Leo season, okay? I've done a little compiling of different astrology websites. Just gave it my old Jackie Schimmel spunk. Okay, Aries, 
This is all about love, Leo season, romance, hot sex, fun, anal. Okay. You're going to get lots of action this month. Taurus, see at the Home Depot, Hawk and Bougainvilleas, okay? You need to reinvigorate your space. This is a homey month for you, okay? Mix it up. Take that live, laugh, love sign and your gather sign in your fucking busted kitchen, rustic farmhouse, and toss it, honey. Let's go mid-century. Get a hot pink orchid, you wild, crazy Taurus. Next up, the ever-elusive Gemini. To be honest, I don't really fuck with a lot of Geminis. I find them to be a little duplicitous, which is not really my journey, but whatever. Do you, honey? This month is all about connecting, okay? Wheeling and dealing. So take your crew out. Surprise your boo. Get out there. Get social, Gemini, because this month you're going to be thriving with connections. Get ready to mingle, baby. Cancer, throw out those lotion-infused tissues because cancer season is over and it's Leo season, honey. Time to kick it up a couple notches. You're settling back into your routine. Keep busy this month, okay? There's a lot of work opportunities that could really pop off if you can just get out of your feelings for a fucking second and lean into the possibilities of Leo season. The world is your oyster, so shuck it, sweetie. The king of the zodiac, the birthday girl herself, Roar! Leo! What do you have to expect this Leo season? Literally everything. This is main character energy. This is your moment. Lights, camera, action. What do you want? Go get it. With the tenacity of a starved tiger roaming in the wild. Find a goal and achieve it because you can. You can do it. (laughs) Do you like my... My horoscopes for dummies. By the way, half of this is made up. I'm just kind of glazing, grazing, and putting my own little Susan Miller spunk. Bad news, Virgo. You are getting fucked this Leo season. I don't know why. I don't know how. This isn't for you. I would say you just deadbolt those doors, dim the lights, and go full, you know, Nell and Frank, and just don't leave your house because it doesn't sound like things are going to go great for you. You need to focus on yourself. Work's not going to be great romantically. It doesn't look super bright. Yeah, I would just weather the storm, maybe up the Lexapro and bunker down and just look for greener pastures later in life, you know, like in September. Libra, pass your pom-poms as the resident cheerleader for others and give them to somebody else because everybody's going to be cheering you on this month. You're being very social this month. Everyone's rooting for you. We were all rooting for you, Tyra Banks. Scorpios, you've got a lot of eyes on you at work. No pressure, but it's time to perform. Shit or get off the pot. This month can bring a massive work opportunity for you if you can just dial it in and control that scorpion energy and really focus on making your dreams come true. (laughs) Next up, Sagittarius, or as I like to say, Vagittarius, because sometimes you operate pussy moves, but not this month. It's Leo season. Broaden your horizons. Lean in. Go outside the box. Vagitarius, fuck the rules. This is Leo season, okay? We know that you like to live within the confines of your own restrictions, but not this month, baby. Go for it. Capricorns, you're feeling very disconnected from your life partners, and Leo season is a time to reflect and really reinvigorate the bond between you and your spouse, your boyfriend, or whatever that relationship looks like in your life, okay? It's time to get steamy and erotic, okay? You start working on the splits. Get a sex swing. 
Try, just try a little bit harder. You've been really disconnected for a while and it's time to just light some candles, get some rose petals and connect, honey. Aquarius, this one's for you, Handy Andy. The sun in Leo is activating your chart's relationship zones. So this is a great time to shit or get off the pot. You know, define your relationships, take things to the next level. Andrew, I would like a diamond tennis necklace. That's all I'm saying. I would feel much more committed to you. It is my birthday. I know we have a home to renovate, but I'll take blood diamonds. Just saying. I'm not above it. Also, I heard that Costco has beautiful diamonds. So, you know... (laughs) Humble brag, we do have an executive Costco membership. I don't go to Costco because if Target is for fucking women in their fucking leggings with their fucking kids, Costco is where all of humanity goes to die a simple mediocre death. Who needs 18 bread baguettes? Why do you need to buy anything in bulk unless you have five kids? And in the case that you do have five kids, birth control. I mean, how embarrassing. (laughs) Pisces, your life's been a clusterfuck lately, so disorganized. You need to take this time to Marie Kondo your whole damn life, okay? Mentally, physically, and aesthetically. Get your shit together. You need to find a self-care routine, okay? Clean out your cabinets. Clean out your fridge, you sick bitch. And that's all the time we have today. That's all she wrote. Once again, I would like to publicly apologize to Michael Buble for alleging that he was a terrorist or involved in any terrorist organization. That is untrue. I was making a joke. And that is all. Please do not sue me. I'll see you next week. Give us five stars on iTunes. And you know, like and share with your friends. Tag me on Instagram. It really helps me. I need all the help I can get. Goodbye. (laughs) 